You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Bonnie Blaylock. And I'm Renee Sproles. Well, Focus on the Family, we found, has this great article by Katherine Wilson. She's an associate editor there at Focus on the Family in Canada. And it's about being intentional at the holidays, which we talk about a lot, this intentionality. Um, so we really liked her advice and we wanted to pass it along to you. We decided to do this two-part series. So it's going to be this week and the following on the holidays. So this week, today, we're going to talk about that article and do what Renee is always suggesting and put everything on the table and then see what you can just slide right off. Yeah, it's called Reinventing Christmas. And then in the second episode, we're going to discuss lots of listener ideas for fun family traditions. So maybe between the two episodes, you can lay down some things that aren't working for you and pick up something that will spark joy. Yay, sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah, let's get started. Okay, well, being intentional is often the first casualty of Christmas. So don't be afraid of looking selfish. Now, this is a, a balance. Bonnie, you, you have a little bit of a hard time of when I say things like this. <laughs> so so I'm trying to Depends. be sensitive you here. Just explain it. No, I'll, I'll follow you. <laughs> it's not selfish to safeguard your time and energy so you can create the relaxed, Christ-centered Christmas you always wanted for your family. You, I've told you this before, moms, you are responsible for the tone of, of the home in a lot of ways. Not like it's all on you. Your husband also bears responsibility, but you have a lot of power, I think is a better way to say it, to set the tone of the home. Because so everybody's really it. following your lead. They are. That's what you mean by that. Yeah, David followed my lead a lot in this area yeah. on how I wanted things to go in the home. I think because we really are at the end of the day, masters of the home. We are. It's First our realm. Timothy five. So um, our bodies are a home. Yeah. Hint, hint. God says. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go back to our home series that we talk about. Yeah. That. So yeah, we can decide what we want to do and don't do, but that that doesn't mean we don't have to consider anyone else. No, no, that does not mean that. But we lie to ourselves when we say we don't have a choice. Okay. Like you're the grown up in the room. I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. mothers, fathers. You're the grownups in the room. You can make the hard calls right. or have the hard conversations. Um, not everything is equally non-negotiable. True. You know, the cookie swap maybe doesn't bear the same weight as seeing grandma at Christmas. Okay. That's fair enough. Right. And okay. we tend to put everything on the calendar and every date. Mm-hmm. All the things have to be met. Mm-hmm which just makes for a whirlwind, crazy Christmas for everybody. Crazy month. Yeah. And and some of these things, I got to admit, like I didn't do. I, and I think these are great ideas. And so I'm, again, we've said we've lived life, made mistakes, learned some lessons. That's this right. Is, some of these things I would actually uh, like to have been able to gone back and do with my own family. Yeah, I would agree. Like this very first suggestion. Okay. Make sure you sit down and actually ask your family which traditions are important to them. You may discover you're wearing yourself out uh, to do activities that your family's actually just outgrown. Does your whole family have to choose the tree together? Is decorating it together a real priority or neither? Hmm. 
Yeah. This was a good one for me, this next one. Does your family really want you to bake nine different kinds of cookies? Or will they be happy with a few favorites? We used to do... I... I used to do this every year and I'd have all the doughs and it would be, it would be a a good portion of a week. And yes, it was fun to decorate the cookies and it was fun for the kids to help in the kitchen, but they could do that with two different kinds Mm. and not nine different kinds that I had to have out. And half of them went stale and nobody ate them anyway, but it was like a thing from my childhood that we just had to do until we didn't anymore. I don't, I can't. I don't bake any cookies <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and the pendulum has swung. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> so, yeah, just ask your kids. You, you might be surprised the little things that they absolutely love that are really not very difficult to pull mm-hmm. off. Yeah, and the week-long baking marathon might have been kind of low on their list. Yeah. I don't know. Get that off the table. That yeah. was just for me. Yeah, if it's just watching Elf every year, oh, how easy is that? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's two hours. I can just sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So then the next one. Okay, can you create margin in your calendar by combining two traditions into one? So if you always get together with a certain family at Christmas, can you invite them along with you on your annual visit to Winter Wonderland? We did this with y'all. Remember when we rented the limo? Uh, yes. So we like to do Christmas lights. Okay. Well, and we're we, going to drive around Nashville uh-huh. and do that. And we wanted to see you guys anyway. It was kind of like right after we moved back to Murfreesboro mm-hmm. and the kids were preteen teens. And so we did We did that. That's like an epic family memory for us. It was very us. fun. Yes. It was catastrophic in some ways. Hilarious in other ways. Hilarious. Way. Um, some mishaps along the way. Right. And... Um, some great expectation met and some really underwhelming. Remember when he, when he said, we're going to go to Opryland and yes. show the, show you the lights. And he just drove up the driveway and drove out. Right. It's <laughs> like, okay. We really yeah. like, we didn't even park. <laughs> so got to read the fine print on some of these. You got to so really do. Weird. Those Groupons are not all they That's right. <laughs> so yeah, if you can combine great fun, great fun. Another question she asks is, can you postpone a tradition until the less hectic days after Christmas? So like the special shopping trip with your girlfriends could be like after Christmas sales. Nice. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. That's a great fun idea. Crowds are gone. Yeah. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. Or like your time consuming Christmas day dessert could become like your two days after Christmas dessert. I mean, again, it's all happening like on the day so that's fun because then when you're tired of all the leftovers and stuff anyway you get to do something new and fresh and yummy that's a great idea i love that that's a great idea so can you start new traditions to replace complicated ones (laughs) um so renee tell us about this time that you replaced The journey to Bethlehem. No, yeah. this was her. This was her suggestion. But okay. you just gave us one. You just said you you can ditch the the nine kinds of cookies. Yes, for two, two okay. kinds of cookies. All right, there. That's simple. And that's that's much simpler. Okay, or none, um, or none, or don't none. Even do if they if the family powwow has said we don't care about decorating cookies, right? Um, like one thing, one thing that we love to do that we did discuss was like, hey, do you really want to go see Christmas lights again? Yeah, like. Make the hot chocolate, get the blankets, get in the minivan, let's okay. go driving around. Like that was a non-negotiable. Okay. So, but yeah, if you have a complicated Christmas tradition, like she had a real complicated Christmas Eve meal, she 
served a journey to Bethlehem meal as a buffet and you could eat it whenever you wanted, which is probably part of the fun for the kids Mm. to get to like have the volition to choose to eat the meal when they wanted it. Okay. You know, kids. What are they eating on the journey to Bethlehem? That's curious to me. Fish, poultry, eggs, goat cheese. What every toddler loves to have. (laughs) Something resembling pita bread, hummus. It's Mediterranean. It's what we ate when we were in Israel. Almonds, pistachios, honey, figs and dates, wine or grape juice. Sounds Um, fun. I mean, I guess. That would be so fun if you had toddlers and dad was the donkey and the kids get to ride the donkey around in the different stations. (laughs) That would be. That would be. be a fun little family game night. So I guess it's just like serving. Yeah, it just serves traditional foods of Bethlehem. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's fun. Okay, you can also consider making non-events a Christmas tradition. As you add all the essential dress rehearsals, work parties, blah, 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 to your calendar, pencil in some dates for a number of immediate family-only events, which is so nice and relaxing. You can look forward to those for the introverts in the room. When the time comes, your event might just be simply unwinding with a movie and an early night to bed. Yeah, so this is also just called like family nights. Yeah. We always booked a date night and a family night every single mm-hmm. week. Hashtag Renee's mental health. <laughs> that's right. So do it. You need extra in December. So that's a great what idea to block a couple of nights a week or right. maybe three on a certain week. For sure. I, I like to be sure the calendar was cleared if we had a couple of busy days. Like that, then we had a couple of following right. that were not very busy. Right. And that's good for the introvert kids in your family too. We'll refer to our temperament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> series. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's her kind of general guidelines. And then she's going to walk us through rethinking gifts for your immediate family, rethinking gifts for your extended family, and rethinking decorating and entertaining. So let's hit those three categories, Bonnie. Okay, so it's really hard, we know, to create this holy Christ-centered Christmas when we have such a materialistic culture. Um, kids are so distracted by this windfall of gifts they expect, and parents are distracted too, frankly. So why do we shop like Christmas is the only time of the year that we can give gifts to our kids? Yeah. We do. Yeah. And sh- there's some great um, variations on a theme. And it's an, the idea of giving four gifts, something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. And that does it. Yeah. How easy is that? That is fantastic. Let's leave it at that. There's no expectations. Above and beyond. Yep. And then there's another um, idea from Karen Ehrman, um, also from Focus on the Family. She did three gifts based on the gifts that the Magi brought, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So gold was something that was sought after and priceless and precious. So it's something they really, really want. Okay. I like that. I see where this is going. Uh-huh. I like kind of like this. Yep. And then frankincense was burnt and arose during prayer. So they get one gift that will bring them closer to Christ. Like a new Bible or tickets to a concert, okay. a favorite Christian concert, you know. And then the third, myrrh, was a burial spice that covered the person from head to toe. So something to wear on the body. Okay. So similar to the other, but yeah. a little different take yeah. on that. I like that. Kathy Lipp, who is the author of Get Yourself Organized for Christmas, she also limits her kids' gifts to three. On a November Focus on the Family broadcast, she said she wants to buy something significant Instead of something that they're going to use once and throw it away. We've all had that happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We put it into three categories. Something fun, clothes, and then something that's going to help them spiritually or educationally. So maybe a course that they want to do, which I think is a fabulous idea. Masterclass is having buy one, get one free or half right mm-hmm. now. That's so, fun. so interesting. 
Um, and then some families say, okay, we do allow our kids to write a wish list, but they say they can only write down three things or they can only write down four things. So they have to kind of think really carefully. I'm torn about going through the Amazon catalog that arrives at the house because listen. Yeah. It just makes you want, want, eight, want. Well, eight-year-old Renee had so much fun going through the Sears catalog. I did too. But, you know, I wrote down like almost everything on every page thinking, oh. why not ask? Santa oh. might be generous this year, but. I think it's, yeah. but I don't think I did that. Like I asked for these weird random things too. Hmm. Like I was an odd kid. If I was, limi- being limited would have been better. Yeah. So like I want him to look, I think it's fun to kind of look through, but to limit the list is a great idea. I agree. So stockings. Not every family does stockings. We, I think, started them kind of midstream with our family. And sometimes they're fun. <laughs> sometimes they can be a hassle mm-hmm. to try to find and expensive by oh, the they time can you totally fill up that totally be a budget buster. So, but they don't have to be if you're using them for practical things. So put some hair ties in there. Put some socks and some toothbrushes and shoelaces that are fun. Stuff like that that's practical mm-hmm. that takes up some space that's not gift card, gift card, gift card, gift card. Yep. Yeah. And I just had a box for each of my children that I um, threw stuff in through the year. Mm-hmm. So when I saw something small, that's the thing is finding it small enough to fit in the stocking. Right. Uh, I would just throw it in the box. And that took so much pressure off me, whether it was from a yard sale, mm. um, you know, maybe a Happy Meal toy from the restaurant, you know, that they weren't really interested in right then. Uh, or just little things I saw along the way. It yeah. just spread the budget out through the year. the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, the stockings, because I found the stockings to be like the bane of my existence. Yeah. I'm like, this is not going to be. I do not. Yes. This is not happening. And can I just say somebody in the family, a.k.a. dad, needs to be designated to fill mom's stocking. Mm, yeah. There's nothing sadder than waking up Christmas morning and having everybody else's full yeah. and mom's little limp stocking yeah. hanging there. So work it out. Figure it out. So in our family, my family of origin... I took on that role years and years ago. I was like, hey, dad, I love to shop. And I know mom really well. And gift giving is really high on our list. And he's really good at like getting her like, he, you know, he buys yes. her flowers every week. He, he buys her jewelry. He like the big stuff. No problem. It's just those little things. Yeah. And so um, it's kind of like, hey, are you bummed that? Like, I'm filling your stocking. And she's like, oh, no, I'm thrilled. I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> thrilled. I'm thrilled to have the help. That's fun. <laughs> so if you want to be a personal shopper, I just I create a spreadsheet. And I'm like, here's what you owe me. He writes me a check. Oh, and off we idea. go. That's a great idea. So, and, and gift wrapping, which some people love to gift wrap. But if that stresses you out, um, there's ways to get around this. Um, the mom's group that I'm a part of, one of them Looking at you, Tiffany, always hosts a wrapping party at her house. Mm. And she serves like all these great finger foods, beautiful charcuterie board. And everybody brings their wrapping stuff and throws it in the middle of the floor. And we get to all use each other's oh wow wrapping papers and things if we want to. Yeah. And it makes, like, it a, it makes it a fun girls' night. And so that is really, really fun. Like everybody was texting recently. Are we doing it? Like what are the dates? Really? I have kind of my own system of how I spread everything out on the floor. I'd have to bring a ton of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we How are. You, we're, like, we're bringing a lot of stuff. Oh, my goodness. And Tiffany, she provides a ton of things, too. She's got tons of paper. She's a super creative person. So her bow selection, is ribbon selection is really good. It would be really helpful to have someone come who knows how to actually tie a cool Christmas bow. Yeah, she did some for me. Yes. And I was like, oh, that looks so I could good. use her. I it could use her so on my good. team. So there, there's that. That's an idea. Or... um 
from the article, they suggest that you could surprise your kids with a special DVD to watch while you get an early start on wrapping gifts. That Christmas Eve was an early start. That's not an early start. No. Like just a night. Uh Pick a night and do that. Or another great idea is to entice grandma or their fun aunt to come and wrap gifts at the house while you're out with the kids. You just mark it up for them and they can do it for you. Okay. If they happen to like it. If they don't don't love that, don't ask them to do that. My mom is so good at wrapping presents. She worked at a jewelry store. Oh. And they taught her to do all the perfect corners. Mm. Yeah. Really good. There's usually one person in the family who can make it look so mm-hmm. cool under the tree, but mm-hmm. that's okay. So here's another little tip. Keep and reuse your gift tags each year. So instead of tearing them all off in a frenzy and stuffing them in the garbage bag, um, just save the gift tags. You can reuse them the next year. Saves you a little bit of money. And it's kind of fun to see from year to year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember getting this last yeah, year. Yeah, the handwriting mm-hmm. from all the years ago. And if you have a really big gift... You know, you don't have to wrap those, you know, you can hide it under a sheet or put it in the garage or just have it out by the Christmas tree um, the morning of. That's so fun. we used to usually only have one of those each year. Yeah. One big one that doesn't get a wrapping because it's fun, but they're not allowed to touch anything until everyone's awake. So at least they can see the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Santa always had his own paper, too. Yeah. It was always different. Mm-hmm. It was Santa paper. Santa well, they have different stuff in the North Pole. Santa heads or whatever. Okay. I do. Now, what about rethinking gifts for your extended family? Okay. So your family, as families do, tend to get bigger and bigger as you add in-laws and children and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're probably not the only one, especially lately in our economy, who would love to prune back that long list of gifts for nieces and nephews and cousins. Mm-hmm. So you can agree to exchange a single gift per family. So, so like a family gift. Right. Like maybe a fondue pot with some fun fixings for the for a family to okay. use or a game night basket or a movie night basket um, instead of each individual person getting something. I like that idea. That sounds kind of fun. I think it is fun too. Uh, okay. But you're going to have a variety. There's gift givers that you're just like, feel, they're feeling like you're killing their joy. Oh, yeah, I know. But well, these are just ideas, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Lots of people do this, the secret Santa, where you put all the names in a basket, mm-hmm. pull them out, and you buy for one person, and you could follow that three rule, something you want, something you need, and something to draw you closer to God, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, you can also do, um, you have to agree on this, but age limits, you know? And if you're over 18, you're kind of off the list of gift or you're giving. In the, or the, maybe you're in the mix with the adults now. And, oh, and like, you have to contribute. You contribute, yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. You have to rearrange and shuffle. And like the same person doesn't get the gift until they're 35. That's not fair. Just because they used to be eight once upon a time. Right, right. So you can also exchange cookies instead of gifts. Or maybe food items. Maybe, I don't know. It's fun to do kind of a Dirty Santa thing with a theme. Like... um oils or spices or something like that. So if you have a lot of cooks in your family, they can go home and try. Great idea. Um, You could, we've done this, um, have a mission-minded Christmas. Um, For several years, my parents were like, just pick something that makes you passionate, like you're passionate about to um, help others. Mm -hmm. And then tell us about it on Christmas Day. So you can do Operation Christmas Child boxes or local charities or boys and girls club or whatever is really gets you going Mm -hmm. local schools great organizations out there heifer international Mm -hmm. fun things that are sort of different 
So you could encourage that. Um, David and I were talking about doing that with our kids and then doing a, doing a match. So like whatever you give. Oh yeah. We'll also match, Mm -hmm. um, to participate together and to stretch them, you know, and maybe that that's lots of great, lots of great ways to do that. Um, and then rethinking decorating and entertaining. So I, I, I hate decorating (laughs) and I love it. Uh, so I don't like the process of it. I like it to be decorated. Okay. Thank you, Emma. I'm looking at you. Okay. Cause she's been doing that for me for years now. Um, so we're tempted to overdo it. So again, it looks so pretty. It looks so pretty and get curious about yourself while you're doing it. Yeah. That is a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. I once upon a time probably had seven or eight trees. I don't anymore. Did you really? Yeah. I used to have one in almost every room and they're not all giant. Right. But I would do themes of things. And some people, I like I know one person in particular who, she's amazing at that. She's still, she, for years and years, decades, she's done that. And it's beautiful. And But she will have extravagant open houses and lots of people over during the holidays. So it's, you know, it's not just like it's her and her husband mm-hmm. only looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a while, I got to be too much for me. It was fun for the first few years I did it. And now I'm down to two. Yeah. Eh, which is fine. Yeah. I just it's tiring anymore so I don't just I don't want to do it anymore so yeah if if you're doing it and you're having a happy heart and it brings you so much joy it sparks joy then keep it on the table like do it but if you are a grouch about it about taking it down or a grouch about put I'm a grouch about putting it up mm-hmm. then scale back so you can put up your favorite decorations first so that your favorite things get out okay that was one of her suggestions and then you could, when you pack them away, like mark the box up so that we, we did that eventually. We put like our yes. favorite sentimental things. Oh, I remember all oh, our Christmases with these little things out. We have those in a box. Right. And every Ready year, come out. you know, you kind of get done with stuff. Don't put it back in Don't. the attic. Get rid of it right then. Get rid of it. And guess what doesn't sell at yard sales, Bonnie? The Christmas stuff that people <laughs> are done with. Yes. Just, just get it out. Go <laughs> just, say goodbye. I know Release it kind it. of kind of hurts your heart to throw baby Jesus next to the curb, <laughs> but sometimes he's missing his head and he needs to go. <laughs> he just needs to go. <laughs> it's true. You heard it here first. It's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So remember that parties and family gatherings, if you have them at all, they don't have to be a sit down meal. Um, I mean, charcuterie is all the rage it now. Is. So do that it or is. have people bring parts to the charcuterie board and put it all together when you're there. I think that's fun. You could do a dessert evening, um, or you might ask people to bring a centerpiece or something for the mantle instead of contributing to the food. Or Great you might idea. do one of those um, circulating parties where you go from house to house. Well, bring those back. Those are fun. That, y'all, there was this thing in the 90s yeah. called a progressive dinner. That's what it is. Not a circulating party. That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> it was so fun. And you would do appetizers at one house. And then you do yeah. entrees or salads at another, and then entrees and then dessert. So fun. Yeah. So fun. And then the burden's not all on one person. It's not all on one person. It stretches out the time. And it's just, yeah. You, you get to eat see a each lot other's more slowly. Decorations, too. Oh, that's true. You get to see the decorations. Mm-hmm. Gas was 89 cents a gallon then, Bonnie. Well, do it close, you know, if you can. <laughs> do it close by. <laughs> if you live in an apartment <laughs> building, maybe, and everybody's got a different floor, Ooh, that would, that be, would cool. be really fun. How fun would that be? All right. So, as far as um 
entertaining and you have a student in the family who doesn't have a lot of money to spend on gifts, maybe you could hire them out, have them do a little house cleaning for you or do a little babysitting or have them help you hang decorations. I pay, I pay Emma some money when she helps me mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. A little mad money at the holidays. Who doesn't need that? It's a that? win-win. That's right. And they're a lot better up on a ladder, maybe hanging some things yeah. than your 70-year-old dad would yeah, be. So exactly. Pass it off to the younger generations. Right. So decide now on a special dish, maybe that you could bring to all the parties you're invited to. So you don't have to make, maybe you make a whole big bunch of it and freeze it in portions mm-hmm. and then you pull it all out. So you're not making something different every other Tuesday. It's like your signature dish. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Easy peasy. So same vein, by mid-December, it's really easy to get caught up in the hubbub. So if you can cook and freeze some extra casseroles or stews now, right now, you'll have quick and easy meals on hand for your most hectic days of the season. Again, this is much more fun when you do it with a friend. I had three or four young moms over a few weeks ago. We did this. So much fun. We turned on hype music. Yeah, it's really fun. Like, yeah. it was really fun. So all that leftover ham and turkey from Thanksgiving, freeze it now. Yeah. You can use it for stu- soups and stews, stews and things later yeah. on. Super easy. Maybe put a, you know, ham and broccoli quiche together. Yes. Easy. Yes. So uh, listen, moms, however you decide to celebrate Christmas, just remember you don't have to recreate your mom's Christmas, your mother-in-law's Christmas, or your best friend's Christmas. You know, there's a there's a something to be said for not only just talking to your family, but t- take it to the Lord and ask Him what He would really want you to be to yeah. be doing this season. What yeah. does your focus need to be? Just get quiet. Listen for five minutes. Yeah, you might be surprised what comes up. And if your family's new, if it's just you and your husband, or you and your husband and a couple of really small children, you have the opportunity to start small and not mm-hmm. start with this big old. Um, production show going on looking at you elf on a shelf and then having to scale it back it start with very little and tread see if lightly. that goes over tread right. lightly yeah definitely elf on the shelf don't i, I can't stand that guy <laughs> Just, that looks exhausting and i think jesus that that was pat had we had come and gone in those young years yes. by the time that came up oh me too that would have been really really hard oh so, so yeah. okay great start next time we're going to hear all our amazing ideas from yeah, our listeners. That we're sending from listeners. So Can't wait for many that. fun, fun things. So now you can think about pushing something off your plate. Next week, pick something up. Yeah, that'll be and fun. And add in. Cool. So links to this article and other things that we've mentioned will be at justaskyourmom.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and take five seconds to rate and review the podcast and share us with your friends and family. If you have topic suggestions, send them to us at justaskyourmompodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on... Just ask your mom. mom.